0: to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage.
1: My name is Heath Yearwood,
0: and I'm Amanda Yearwood,
1: and thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you
0: well thank you all for joining us again for another episode of mission lhc in our last episode we talked a little bit about the birth of our firstborn our baby boy and and today i think we're going to talk a little bit about um what it's like having that second child and the differences that um that brought
1: you mean that kids are different and just because they have the same parents they're not exactly the same
0: (laughs) it really is amazing and you know I've heard people say that so many times over the years and and I catch myself saying that same thing you know I guess that's part of you turn into your parents or your grandparents so I find myself saying the same things that I remember my mom saying a lot.
1: Yeah I think God has a sense of humor with all that that we turn into our parents and the words that come out but uh Well, you know, when people get married, a lot of times if you think back when you were a little kid and you think about getting married, you know, the ideal situation is you want two kids, you want a boy, and you want a girl, and different things, and you have it all mapped out. Well, you know, when we ended up having Blake, and we talked about in our last episode, uh, Bouncing Baby Boy, I think we talked about, well, he you know he was the first gr- child to come along for a lot of the families and and it was a big experience and my mom and dad when we had Blake they we we discussed how they were just crazy about him because he was you know I was the only child mm-hmm. well when you know you and I started talking about having another child well I was almost in shock because you know our kids are 2 years apart well you're talking about a little over a year and then you're talking about having to try to get pregnant and have another one. And I'm thinking, there's no way we can manage two kids, <laughs> you know, at well, that time. it was
0: so hard for you and and your mom and dad to imagine what it would be like having more than one child. Because, you know, you were an only child. And, and even for me, even though I have a sibling, it was hard to imagine what it would be like having another child. I mean, how in the world could you possibly love another one like you love this one so much. I remember having those those feelings and trying to figure all that out.
1: Well, I think moms probably struggle with that more than even dads because um I was sharing today, we were talking about this episode and what we were going to be doing. And that mother said that, a lady we work with was talking about that. And she said she, when she found out, she cried that she was pregnant because it was, she was so close to her first child. And you know, a mom has a bond, mm-hmm. especially being a son. I think a, a mother and a son, a dad and a daughter, a lot of times, and that she felt kind of guilty. And then it was like, you know, realizing, well, you know, this is this is something that's, that's, that's special. And then of course, once you have the baby, you can't imagine how in the world you got by without them.
0: I know. I remember just kind of laughing at myself, thinking, you know, how could I ever think that? Because once that second one arrived, it, you know, it was just so obvious, so clear about how easy it was to love them and how huge that love was. And, you know, almost that thought of what in the world was I worrying about? And, um, but it, it, there's some good memories from back then, of course. Now we had talked about when we had our first, you know, it was a little earlier than we had really wanted to in our planning timeline, but, you know, I'd had some health issues and, and we the doctor advised us to go ahead and get started, and, and kind of the same thing started rolling around with us after um, Blake was about a year and a half old. I started having some issues again, and we said, you know, well. If we're going to have another one, it's time. This is our best chance.
1: And I also remember us talking that, you know, it could take you a while to get pregnant again because some of the same problems with endometriosis was going back again. Well, guess what? It didn't take any time again. <laughs> and uh, we found out that you knew exactly. You know, we talk about learning from the first uh, pregnancy. You knew with this one. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I didn't even take a test. Mm-mm. I mean, you know, we laughed about taking a Testing the Taco Bell cup with the first, but this one, I didn't even have to take a test. I knew, I knew I was pregnant. I was so sick. Almost, it felt like immediately. But uh, you know, just being so excited about that. You know, maybe it all happened so quickly because God knew we would maybe talk ourselves out of it. He just right
1: You're trying to think. <laughs> Well, tell me about this. You had this is the second child, and of course, uh, we found out that it was going to be a girl. This is uh, Bailey mm-hmm. Marie Yearwood would be mm-hmm. her name, mm-hmm. named after Marie was after your grandmother. After
0: my grandmother, yes. And so, um, you know that that second time around, you know, kind of knowing what we were doing, but still knew it being parents. But I do remember. Really struggling with some anxiousness while I was pregnant with the second because those those fears of what might happen started to creep in. And maybe that's because at that point, I, I did know a little more about what could go wrong. I mean, with the first one, you're just so ignorant. You and we really talked about know. that ignorance. We didn't
1: understand <laughs> that oxygen levels had dropped in this. And so with the second one, you are really worried about more because mm-hmm. you kind of understand it. Well, tell me about this in, in your pregnancy was your cravings the same with this one was everything was same similar can you really remember much about it
0: oh oh yeah i remember so with the first one i i only remember getting sick one time and i actually i feel like i was car sick um so i could eat anything and i i i did eat anything during that first one well with the second one it was a totally different story I was so nauseous all the time whoever came up with the idea of morning sickness was just I that's just a joke it's all day all night sickness just a uneasy horrible nauseousness that that there's no way to satisfy that um, that feeling you have I mean it's just awful and so I remember I remember I actually lost some weight before I gained any weight um, with that pregnancy. So I couldn't stand the smell. Do you remember I couldn't stand the smell of grease? Mm-hmm. And, and that the- hurt
1: me because I love hamburger meat That's uh, <laughs> that you would fry up or whatever for well, me. you
0: also loved the Fry Daddy. Do you yep. remember the Fry Daddy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course, we were younger then, and we could eat all that fried, greasy food. It it
1: just clogged our arteries for nowadays, uh, (laughs) but we could eat it without gaining weight. Now we look at it, we can bake it in an air fryer, and we still gain weight.
0: Yeah, but I remember I couldn't stand any of those smells, so there were very few things that I could tolerate as far as eating. Now, interestingly enough, I think both of the kids probably have similar eating habits to what I craved when right. I was pregnant. Yeah.
1: Well, and um, again, you know, you went through that, the sickness and all that. You know, dads have to deal with that too. So if your life is bad because of sickness, we have to deal with a uh, woman that's not feeling very happy. <laughs> so we almost have a morning sickness as well. But uh, so you end up, uh, we, we, You give birth to Bailey. Um, (laughs)
0: Well, let's not forget, I was overdue with her as well. I was overdue with Blake, and then I was overdue with Bailey. I remember there was this lady at church that was also pregnant at the same time, and um, every child she had had, she had had early Uh, So, like, all of her babies were premature. So, you're kind of
1: envious of her and made it to when she tells all that?
0: Yeah. So, I remember having a conversation with her and I said, listen, I think it's kind of like this. Um, you know, people refer to being pregnant as having a bun in the oven. I said, "Well, your your bun's being cooked in a microwave, and mine is a crock pot."
1: <laughs> well, you know, and we always said this. I, you know, some people are just made to have children, and you you never changed hardly ever when you know, like being able to have the kids and everything. And like Blake, we talked about how over you went. And then, Bailey, we didn't make that mistake. You went over a little bit, but they went on and scheduled her C-section, <laughs> and you were ready to, like, okay, I I, we, I waited two weeks over with him. Well, you know? for
0: some reason, I still had high hopes that I was going to be able to to give birth without the need for you know C-section the or the pain medication or whatever I don't know what I was thinking but finally I just said forget it
1: <laughs> oh no I remember that when you were telling me you wanted to have you didn't want to have a shot you whatever about the first contraction that started you were like no <laughs> the shot I'll take it I'll take it I'll
0: take that now yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so alright so when you have Bailey mm-hmm. you became really sick uh, after having her didn't you? Uh, because I ended up being the first to hold her. And and well, did the Anesthesia... Well,
0: everything had really changed so much. Like, just... You wouldn't think it would change so much in two years. But it really did. So, like, I remember the recovery was different. Like, they went ahead... Like, after she was born... I mean, they gave her to you right away. I mean, barely had her cleaned up, and you were able to take her into the The room room where everybody was. And and
1: everybody's seen her really before you really got to see her because Mm -hmm. they were finishing up. She had a C-section again. Mm -hmm. So I take her in, and everybody sees her. And I still remember her being born and looking at her. You know, she favored Blake a lot. (laughs) And and videos, I, I learned some lessons from the first one. We talked about Blake. As we as we were going a little bit, so I wasn't gonna say anything as the video camera was going with with her as much, but um, you know I remember bringing her in and everybody seeing her, but just thinking how much she looked like Blake, her brother.
0: Oh yeah, it was crazy, and I remember. Do you remember um, Blake's reaction to her? I mean, he was just kind of in shock. He didn't know was what to do. Just petting
1: her like she was a little puppy almost. <laughs> and he just was, he, he had brought a gift for her, which they had picked up. My mom and yeah. dad, I think, had got it.
0: Yeah, we, we had let him pick out a gift to give her, you know, for being, you know, for her birthday. And uh, of course, we got one that was from her to him to give to him. But uh, do you remember how cute it was? We knew we were gonna name her Bailey and so You're talking about Bailey? <laughs> yes. So during the pregnancy we were saying her name Bailey, but Blake, you know, remember he's only two. He he thinks we're saying Belly because we're pointing because to Because we're my pointing belly. to her Belly.
1: So when he would see her, a lot of times he would talk to her about Belly. Yes. <laughs> belly. So her
0: name was Belly for a long time. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, you know, and we had her and, you know, you, we were worried again about, you know, having two children and all that. But that ended up being the greatest thing that we ever did. Our kids being oh, two years best, apart yes. because mm-hmm. they end up being best friends. They played together all the time growing up. And uh, we laugh about the differences in personalities. Mm-hmm. And you've heard Amanda talk before about I'm a dog and she's a cat. Well, our kids sometimes have a lot of those characteristics. It's amazing how there'll be similarities with one parent in one area, but then in the other, you could be, you know, totally like that. So Blake and I have a lot of similarities with each other on uh, our personalities, the way we are, and everything. But you and Bailey have a lot in common as well. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. She's definitely a cat like me. Right. We're, we are the cats. You and Blake, you're the dogs, y'all. Y'all really want that affection, and and we're happy to just sit on the other side of the room and Be chill. acknowledge you every now and then.
1: Well, it's <laughs> it's funny how those characteristics from birth and their early childhood growing up stay true today. You know, like uh, our son we talked to, and, and, and he kind of likes to... You know, we communicate with him. And he'll tell you if something's going on. Now, Bailey still kind of stays reserved. She'll tell you if you ask her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's, that kind of goes back to their personalities a whole lot. And you don't know, be the first born and the second born. Yeah.
0: You know, even when I was pregnant with each of them, their their personality, I mean, looking back at it now, I can see where their personalities were already there. Um, Blake was a very active baby. He kicked a lot um so i had a lot of uh pain with him kicking me in the ribs that kind of thing bailey was just very chill she didn't kick as much but she would roll like i could feel her rolling around just kind of like turning over and she would hiccup all the time, do you remember how my belly would just
1: oh yeah, and and hiccup? then, yeah. and after she was born, she had those hiccups real A bad lot, like that, and yeah. she would get mad when she was hiccup and get frustrated with it, yeah. but I remember that, and that's where we had the uh you know, that, you know, she would do that and then she'd just get real frustrated when she was that way. But I remember watching mm-hmm. your belly.
0: Yeah, and that's that. probably where we first saw her temper, too. Yeah. When she would get frustrated. Oh, she would get mad. When she would be hungry. I mean, goodness, that kid was born hungry. And she would get mad and. Well, she was a breath holder too. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: do you remember her crying even on some of our videos? Just solid, like when oh, she yeah. was. and that's what Blake was kind of in shock, looking because she's screaming in there, and Blake's just petting her, yeah. trying to you know mm-hmm. calm her down.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, so she's she's a pretty chill little cucumber until until she's had it and when she's had it you better get out of the way she's got a little temper
1: mm, and the same thing is true today you know <laughs> yeah. she can go along but once she's had her fill of it but you remember there's stories about their personalities as she can go and like um her growing up and everything a lot of times she let blake you know we we bought her cars and different things like <laughs> little toy vehicles well she had a barbie jeep Mm -hmm. and you know you're thinking she's gonna ride in it she was big enough to do it but Blake she wanted Blake to drive her around and so Bailey's idea was her ride shotgun with Blake and he would ride her around
0: you know we I remember laughing about um, being guilty of spoiling our kids but really um, Blake spoiled Bailey just as much if not more than we did I mean every little whim every little grunt uh anything she wanted he would get it for
1: her oh yeah and she knew he he would and and so she did that you know uh we talk about walking and talking. You know, a lot of times Blake walked earlier. Well, Bailey didn't have to because Blake would <laughs> yeah, get it was, everything. It was no need. And talking was the same thing. Now, that kind of comes a lot of similarities with you because you, I don't know if you we shared this in any of them, but you were so quiet. Amanda had a sister, Jill, that was very uh, outgoing and talkative and all that. Well, Amanda didn't say much and was there. So some of the your relatives, they kind of worried about you, didn't they?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we won't elaborate much on that. But they thought something was wrong with me because I was just so different. And than you would And say
1: nothing. And her sister was yeah. so talkative and all. Well, Bailey was kind of that way. She, she you know, was didn't talk as quick or whatever. And... uh you know, so we, we look at that with her and Blake, though, their relationship, and that kind of stayed that way. They were both big fans of each other growing mm-hmm. up and and remained close, you know.
0: Absolutely. When, you know, when they were little, even when they started getting a little older, and I don't know, if I had to guess, I'd probably say still now, she probably confides in him as much as anybody. And uh, when she would be upset, sometimes she would want, her brother instead of us remember she called him uh, my bubby rubby my brubby rubby yes
1: Um. <laughs> you know and uh, when we think about it like the strong-willed you know blake you could look at you know stern or whatever you didn't really ever have to really give blake a swat or a, a whipping or anything a lot of times he, he knew what you were mm-hmm. thinking and all well what about bailey
0: Oh my goodness. Very different. With Blake, we could give him the look or you know, when you're sitting in church, when mom snaps the fingers, I mean you straighten up, you know that was it was easy that easy with Blake. With Bailey, that little strong will thing the first time you maybe spanked her or whatever, she would just look at you like, Well that didn't, it didn't hurt. hurt. Yeah. And uh, it would just make her mad. And so you would have to discipline her again just to make your point. And, and so that was so hard. And I remember really being torn with that when she was younger because, although, you know, we of course needed to establish that, you know, we were the adults um, and, you know, establish the rules and everything. I remember looking at her as my child and thinking okay this strong will I know is there for a reason I know God has planted it in her for a reason and I recognize that these are characteristics that will be very valuable to her as an adult she needs that strong personality but then you know at the same time we've got to make it through these younger (laughs) years you know and so finding that line of how how much how far do you go as far as discipline because you don't want to break that spirit entirely because you recognize that it's it's a good thing it's something that god has designed in them
1: well you know i remember her being little i, I held her a whole lot like you know caring her places in church and different things and now her hair was so curly <laughs>
0: Yes, it was. Yeah.
1: And, and uh, just just looking at her, you know, Blake had pretty straight hair. That mm-hmm. uh, he had a little blonde hair, but Bailey was born with real curly hair. Now she wallered her hair off though, and everything, and ended <laughs> up it came back blonde like Blake's. Yeah. But uh, her hair at first was kind of dark and everything. It
0: was at first, but then it was blonde like her brothers, and but hers was curly. And uh, I remember. Uh, when the kids were little as a mom you know there was no question about you know when i was home with the kids what we would do you know taking care of the kids but maybe it's just being a mom but if there was ever a time i needed to go somewhere and and you taking care of the kids not that you weren't a fully capable adult and parent just worrying through okay do you know how to do this do you know how to do this do you know how to do this you know kind of going through those things and I remember um, one time the kids stayed with you. I don't even remember where I'd been. I'd gone somewhere, maybe just something like the grocery You're store. You're not I going don't know. into
1: the hair story,
0: are you? I am going into the hair story. And I remember getting home. and We were
1: just playing.
0: Y'all, I, could, I can close my eyes and see you guys coming out the basement <laughs> door. And I remember looking at... Bailey's hair and thinking what <laughs> in the world and like her hair wasn't very long at that time so I imagine in my mind what you did was you took a ponytail holder on one side and then the other side but then there was still loose hair so you had to put another one and another one so I had one.
1: pigtails all over her head
0: yes all over her head and so <laughs> it was-
1: hey we were just playing beauty shop so yeah. it wasn't that bad Yeah. well uh So, you know, Bailey, like, as she goes up, you know, and and when you get to monumental times, but Bailey, we run into trouble with her because all she knew was a brother. So, Bailey, I I can still see her outfits when she was a little girl. She was a tomboy. (laughs) She wore her brother's hand-me-down shorts most of the time.
0: That's what she wore.
1: And and, uh, she'll kill us for this one. But she didn't like panties.
0: No, she didn't want girly panties. She wanted her brother's underwear, the Spider-Man The Spider-Man
1: underwear. she wanted to wear. Mel, that tells you a little bit about her strong will. Bailey decided, you know, you kind of let your kids, you, you try to potty train them and you talk to them and you try to do that. But we have a funny potty training story. You want to share that?
0: uh well i mean it's there's not a whole lot to the story other than uh she decided she was ready to potty train before i was ready to take the time to train her like because i knew having had a child already i knew it was going to take some time and so you know, in my Well, head, with Blake, thought, we
1: did everything we would throw. You could put cereal or something in there, like <laughs> yeah. some kind of like fruity looking or whatever. A little boy, you could get him to pee it in the, in the commode a lot of times. Well, a girl was completely different. Or
0: on the bush, off the porch. Yeah, which Blake
1: did <laughs> kill some of our shrubs. Yeah. But um, a girl was completely different. And again, she wanted to be her brother with everything.
0: She did. But uh, I remember thinking in my head that spring, I thought, okay, we're gonna we'll potty train this summer when school is out and I'm at home we can be consistent and we'll potty train and um, she decided one day that she wanted to wear big girl panties and she did there was no turning back if we must have gone maybe to the beach during spring break because it was it was still spring Um, But it was the week we were driving to the beach that she decided she wanted to wear big girl panties and not a pull-up. And so... a five to six hour drive to the beach turned into what about a seven and a half hour drive
1: <laughs> yeah so my mom and dad was going with us they were in a car behind us and we had ours so we would go down the road not far at all have to pull over and Bailey said pee pee daddy and so we would pull over and then here's the thing normally you just get the kid outside you just pull their drawers down and let them try to go. But no, that wouldn't happen with Bailey because she wasn't going to squat down or, <laughs> that way. So we had brought the, if you know the little bitty commode lids that you like can put on a big commode. <laughs> it's a little bitty uh, thing. The
0: little insert. The <laughs> insert
1: that goes in it. So we would have to hold that in our hands. Bailey would sit on it and we'd have to hold her weight up as she was doing this for her to fight her. And so she would say, mm, no no daddy so she couldn't go so we'd load back up everybody would get in the cars they we take off back down the road and well,
0: for the record the first few times we did go to an exit and try to go into yeah, a real, a real bathroom. bathroom
1: but then we realized real quick that, that it wasn't we gonna, gonna be happen. stopping so, about every
0: 30 minutes
1: so every rural exit that we went to we might pull over on the side <laughs> as, as we went up the ramp or something but that was the story of the you know the trip that took forever to go to the beach
0: <laughs> but you know she was she didn't have any accidents so, no she's yeah, I mean, a big she girl ready and she she, she just was and she wore
1: big girl panties mm-hmm. and, and that was her thing after she finally transferred over the <laughs> uh you know when we talk about the love of grandparents how crazy it is she was the first girl
0: mm-hmm. to and
1: then the only girl so like since we had blake Jill, Amanda's sister, had Brett. Mm -hmm. We had Bailey, a girl, and then Aaron was born after her. Mm -hmm. So, Amanda's side of the family, Bailey's the only girl with the three boys. And on my, I'm the only child. So, there was just a. You know, Blake and Bailey was the only two. And my mom and dad really struggled with that about the second child (laughs) because all they had ever known was one child. Mm -hmm. And they kind of felt guilty like they wouldn't be able to love her the same and all that. And we knew that changed real quick.
0: Oh, it... It was almost instantaneous that she had them wrapped around her little finger.
1: Oh, yeah. you They thought she was the most beautiful thing in the world. And, and uh, we think about vacations. A lot of times, my parents, again, me being the only child, my parents would go vacation and, and stuff where we would go. And we liked it because they would help take care of the kids while we went to the beach. But I never really understood it. And I will one day if, if I'm ever a grandparent. But... Bailey, mainly Bailey, Blake could do it, but mainly Bailey, that her papa would do anything she wanted. So I don't know how many trips he would, as soon as they get to the beach, he'd have to take her back to the pool, take her to the pool, back to the beach. Mm -hmm. And both of them was that way. (laughs) And, uh, but, you know, a lot of great memories like that, but, you know, they, they both were just that way. And your mom and daddy was the same way about her, you know, being a girl and your grandmother who yeah, I remember when she found that, out she yeah. was named after her,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that meant a lot to her.
0: Yeah, it's just amazing to look back at. I mean, we. I remember being super excited. Um, I remember, you know, some things like not really knowing what to do, you know, thinking I had a hold on parenting, and, and now we've got a girl. We know what to do with a boy. What do we do with a girl? You know, some little things like that. It was a tough time just in our life when she was born because, you know, we had built the house, I had started working. So now, as a mom, I feel torn because here we're, I guess, living this little American dream. We've got a, you know, a boy, a girl a cat a dog a house and you know we
1: mortgage payments and uh no babysitter and
0: yeah and i remember just crying so many days because i wanted to you know i just longed to be with the kids and and so that was a hard time um but it was a good time so many good memories in those years too well
1: you know saying about that it, to each its own and you have to make your own decisions for your family but one of the biggest regrets you've said that you would have rather lived in our trailer and stayed at home with our kids till they went to school if you had that to do over and, you know, you you can't get that time back, but that doesn't mean if you have to work, both of you and your kids go to daycare, our kids turned out great. Uh, remember you crying when we would take them to daycare and I think we probably shared that, but also we would look in the window as you're crying because you're leaving them. They would be playing with other kids and oh, they, it, were they, they were fine. <laughs> so it
0: was me. Yeah. So
1: whatever you have to do and the decisions you have to make, well, you know, Bailey, I think had it a little bit better than Blake because Blake took the brunt of everything being the first child and Being a boy. I was so hard with Blake about athletics and I was hard on Bailey But Bailey's personality was so different. I let Bailey kind of be Bailey a lot of times whereas Blake I kind of Pushed him so hard, you know, Bailey played three sports and four in some seasons and um you know I enjoyed watching her play Bailey's favorite sport that she played was volleyball and the main reason on that was why
0: I think probably because you didn't know the rules as much no couldn't I, so I,
1: couldn't, I couldn't coach her and couldn't grab at her about anything <laughs> and uh, so she really enjoyed that a lot of times because daddy didn't know anything about it yeah. um, one of the early memories that I have one of the favorite we talk about our kids together about the when they were in the tub together <laughs>
0: everybody in the club eats chips
1: (laughs) they thought the song there was a song that was out that was popular but the kids thought and we this sounds bad but it was our basement was unfinished and we had like a garden tub down there with like jets you know uh, Mm -hmm. um so they love
0: to do a bubble bath and that yeah so
1: we let them both go into the, the there and the bubbles were just about flowing out of the bathtub and they had the music playing in there and they thought it was everybody in the club eats chips and so as we look Blake's up there dancing and he's singing and whatever well you can't even see Bailey we're looking through where what you were a uh, doorknob should be mm-hmm. and we're looking through there and we're we're actually filming it yeah because we can hear them dancing and singing and everything and they don't know we're right there with them but they are having a ball mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's one of the funniest videos ever you don't even and see Bailey and we're kind of looking at each other like
0: where's Bailey
1: well about that time she comes up out of the bubbles and shaking and whatever it was shaking that little finger, finger like she danced. She
0: did always have a little too much rhythm
1: yeah yeah like like when we would go to church and they would be doing a church thing or something and Bailey'd be shaking too much we'd have the to
0: Christmas sing. play then the Christmas
1: play so the rhythm was there but uh You know, uh, again, watching her grow up, Bailey's, you know, had a, was involved a lot in church and went on several mission trips and stuff. And, um, you know, one of my greatest memories we have is I'm a talker and we're on a mission trip together. And me and Bailey, it was a good memory that I have with her. And I am normally, I feel like I can talk to anybody and I'm struggling. I'm trying to talk to some people about God. And I'm struggling and Bailey just swoops in and just was able to just, hearing the words and things come out of her mouth and stuff sometimes, was one of my proudest moments that I've ever had because she was she just blew me away with what I was trying to do and what she did. And, uh, you know, again, we're proud of her son, we're proud of our daughter and God's blessed us. But, uh, you know, she's she's been truly a blessing and, and we just pray for her future and, and guidance and you know just
0: we're excited to see what what's going to happen with her life what God has for her we know you know the ways that he's prepared her for what's next in her journey and you know looking back and seeing her and Blake both as kids you know and thinking about those characteristics we saw even when they were really young um, just sitting back now and enjoying uh, watching God use those gifts and um, I think we said early on that Bailey was a, such a wonderful gift for us, but really, the gift of a daughter has probably been one of the most profound gifts I could ever imagine having. And you know, and we we know that um, all children are a gift from God, and, and of course, the Bible says that too. You know, in Psalms, um, you know, children are a heritage. Um, they they are what um, carries on when we're gone, and so we hope that we've instilled in them what God would have for them, and um, and we're enjoying the ride watching them.
1: Yeah, and again, I, my one of my regrets. I, I loved having two children. I wish we'd had a third child. Uh, you know, just because these two were so much of an enjoyment and uh you know they we couldn't have ever asked for any more out of them and we we appreciate it and i know sometimes it was hard on them who they were and being at school with us all the time and you know it wasn't always easy with a daddy like me that was probably overbearing with sports and and everything and you know there's certain regrets i have that i wish i maybe had done different And, and uh Tonight, actually, we had a basketball game, and it was our seniors' last game. They ended up losing in an area tournament. and You know, seeing how people were so sad, and, and ball was always that way for me. I loved it, and, and again, I wouldn't take anything for what they've done by playing sports, but I think it's not the wins and losses that I, I loved on playing in the sports. It's now seeing what commitment to a team hard work those kind of things those attributes that it actually helped to give them and um you know i am thankful for that but you know sometimes in the middle of it all i was thinking about how many points you score or do you hustle did you do this Do that you know looking back you're just more proud of them if they're making good decisions they're working hard doing things You know sometimes in the middle of a storm you you don't appreciate things sometimes like you you do so you know uh again all this is we just told you a little bit about our children i know that might not be interesting for all of you but what we do when we tell these stories we want you to look at your lives enjoy the times that you're in and sometimes when you're raising your own children you don't take time to uh smell the coffee so to speak because you're just trying to survive and so we want you to do that in um, this episode the gift of a daughter we're we're thankful for our daughter and we love you bailey and I'm very proud of you